click on on quiet. Give me a sec. Talk to them. Talk to them. Say something funny for the intro. Jesus. Quiet. Be quiet. Magical fridge wall box. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. If, I hope this isn't going in because this is totally wasting people's time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I have no idea what you just said, but welcome to the Super Fun Awesome Happy Time Pedal Show. My name is Gabor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just went and turned hey, the aircon down so it wouldn't be so noisy. Yeah. Welcome along. I'm Alex, and um, yeah, we're still doing our internet podcasting thing. Yes. It's quite practical, being... Yeah, you know, leading busy lives and hectic schedules with interesting things we have to do. We do? So, yeah. Like what? Well. Um, mm. Like recording the 103rd <laughs> podcast. Huh? 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 Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Is it really 103? 103. Bloody hell. Time flies. Mm. What was your favorite one? <laughs> 74, man. That was just so good. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> What was that about? <laughs> what wasn't it about? Pop quiz. <laughs> mm, pop quiz. What was number 53 about? Ha <laughs> um, Hang on. Let me have a look. Let me. You, you talk to people while I have a look. Oh. So, Alex, Alex, um, Yo. How, how, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm kind of tired and worn out, but good. I've been doing gigs all this week. Oh. It's now, what is it, Wednesday evening. And um, the last two days... I've been working with a friend of mine, Paul, who's a lighting designer and um, mostly does theatre lighting. But um, we worked on a gig together for a big, um, like, graduation event for a high school. And there was two stages. So we did a whole bunch of lighting, flew some truss up in the air in the in the indoor space. In a, and basically like a- In a plane. Multi-purpose hall. No, just um, from the roof. Uh-huh. So we had a bunch of nails and- profiles and all this sort of lighting stuff we had to put up on the sky and um, all sorts of things. And then, yeah, last two days we did that and then also did um, festoon lighting out in whole big grass courtyard space. Festoon? And, um, an, yeah, you know what festoons are? No. Oh, it's like those, those string lighting where you have like maybe every meter or half meter you have a lot of light bulb. <gasps> They're called festoons. You know, is it like a festoons. Scottish thing? Festoons. <laughs> I love hang up the festoons. <laughs> I don't know what that reference is. <laughs> no, like Scott, it sounds Scottish, you know, like, ach, Does it? ach me lads. Or pirate. Well, well <laughs> could be a pirate. Say it like that. Um, no, just just throwing know. it in there. Episode <laughs> 74 was about 42 Gear Street. And what was the one you said? 50 what? Cool. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, come on. Got to work with me here. Uh, 57, 51. I think it was. 51? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, come on. A bit, bit more excitement. <laughs> uh, hang on. 48, 49, 50, 51. Uh, hello. Uh, oh, this was a live stream. That was We did a live stream that was a podcast. There you oh, go. Right. So there were two good ones. There you go. See? See? Mm. Totally. See? Oh, just two good... Only two good ones. Well, they were the only two, yeah. All the others a bit, yeah. nah. But <laughs> lucky we chose those numbers then. Yeah. Oh, we- lucky. We knew. That's why. 
Mm. Um, yeah. Cool. So lots of lots of work, workies. Which it's good. You've been lazy yeah. for like the last six months or so. Yeah. Actually, I saw um, Mike Long. He probably won't be listening, but hi, Mike. He was there today. I saw him too in Karoi. Oh, did you? Mm. Ah. Yeah, he said he's been working out there, the um, bottle shop. Bottle shop in Karoi, yeah. I I yeah. walked past there and um, we were just about to go to the shops. This is lots of stuff to do with, with pedals and stuff. And I have my kids <laughs> yeah, with yeah. me and, and like eight out of ten times when you go somewhere with your kids, uh, as soon as you get to where you wanted to go, one of them will go, i got to go to the toilet. Um, mm. So I actually walked into the bottle to ask, because uh, there's a toilet around the corner, if we could have the key for the toilet. And Mike worked there. Yeah. What a crazy coincidence. So, yeah. Um, our friend Mike and um, and his wife too, Annalise. they both worked for Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. Well, not yeah, now. And, but. Um, well, not now, but we were talking about that and it has, it's not completely gone. Cirque is still a thing. It it. They went into this whole pre-bankruptcy um, thing, but didn't actually end up filing for bankrupt- uh-huh. bankruptcy. So that's good. So there, there will be Cirque du Soleil shows <clears throat> in the future. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, but but they've they've both toured the world with the Cirque gig, and um, yeah, we should get Mike on the, actually on the podcast one time because it, 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 it's quite interesting. Because um, yeah, his kids, they 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 basically Cirque du Soleil. They have like a whole, almost like a town that travels with them mm. and they have teachers yeah. so that like a school travels with them so the performers can have the kids travel with them and they have like a school and they travel around the world and yeah it's pretty cool <clears throat> yeah yeah it's like a whole lifestyle yeah, yeah. Join, joining the circus run away to join the circus yeah yeah mm-hmm. but um yeah so that's kind of the last two days of putting lighting up and dealing with lighting power runs and ampage draw and stuff Wow, yeah. sounds sounds exciting. Now, now I'm drinking beer. Yay. I just had a chai tea. Wow. Yeah, I know that's how wild I am. Did, <coughs> didn't know they sell, sold those to men. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then more gigs the rest of the week. There's like a whole other corporate gig tomorrow. And then a f- but, few hours of recording Friday, and then another gig Friday night. Is it a sounding or playing corporate gig? Sounding. Sounding. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got a gig on Friday night, and one. So I've got a gig the night before this podcast comes out, and uh, <laughs> I have a gig. Well, yes. Let's just say, man, I had this gig yesterday. <laughs> it was good and or bad. It was good and or bad, and uh, may have been raining and or maybe not. Um, and uh, Sunday, so Friday, wow. Sunday, I've got two this weekend, which is lately almost mm. a bit bit on the wild side for me. <clears throat> two, wow. I whinge when there's one gig, but I really whinge when there's two. And I was meant to have three a couple of weekends ago <laughs> and I actually got out of one because I just God. said I can't be bothered doing three. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah, so yeah, that's cool. good. Well, that, but but that's good. Got a bit of work coming, which is always good. Yeah. Yep. And a um, bunch of other people, except for you, because you don't like gigs. Um, yeah, lots of other people are working. I like gigs. Working well too. I like gigs. I just yeah? I just I like Fantastic. being at home more. <laughs> <laughs> 
right? <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, we're kind of a bit isolated in this part of the world, a little bubble here in Queensland in Australia. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we hear this some bad things happening with extra lockdown periods in Europe and the UK and all that sort of thing. So. And, and Radelaide now as well. Mm. Mm. Yep. So if anyone's from Adelaide, yeah. hope you guys are well down there. And yeah, yeah Europe is going. My, no. my parents are always <laughs> sort of informing me about about uh, Europe, and yeah, okay. I just talked to. I actually had a. I don't know if he's listening or not, but Michel Michel Possinier, hello. Um, I uh, had a chat to him the other day, and he was saying, um, in Belgium, it's it's um, pretty bad at the moment as well. So, where in Belgium is he? Um, uh, exactly, <laughs> I don't know where he's in Belgium somewhere. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, I'm not sure where. Everything's pretty, it's all pretty close to itself. So Yeah. I think from memory when I was talking to him, he was saying he's in the Flemish part of, of Belgium. So, which I guess right. would be the more northern bits and bobs of northern end yeah, of... East. Or, or northeast or east or I don't know which part. It, I don't know. Not, no, not sure. Uh, Belgium is a, a place I don't know much about. I know yeah, they have a statue of a, of, a, of a little kid doing a pee. That's quite famous. Yeah. <laughs> is that no? Hang on, is Actually, that in Belgium? I'm not sure. I know no, 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 no. That's not in Belgium. Sorry, I don't think that's, that's in Belgium. No. Anyway, doesn't matter. We saw some <clears throat> we, we saw some weird statues in uh, Brussels when we were there years ago, and there was there's one of these weird things. There's amazing old hand like tooled statues been there forever, and a lot of them were, were graffitied, and like one had a beanie on it with like. Mascara with Nico pen, and like like tattoos drawn on their arms, and it was all it was all a bit weird. Okie dokie. Yeah, crazy Europeans. Um, yeah, crazy Bel- Belgians. Those Belgians, yeah, they're almost as bad as the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> almost. <laughs> no, no, we like the Dutch. Uh, <clears throat> Catch up. On that note, I should really. S- Try and do this at the start or more towards the start. So uh, uh, whatever it is you are looking at while you're listening to this podcast, uh, take a photo of it um, and send it to us. So either email it to us, superfunawesomehappytime um, at gmail.com or go to our social medias and message it to us or, or post it on our – you can go to our there's, – there's always a link to um, in the show notes – below whatever wherever you're listening to this if you, there's a link tree link if you click on that you go to um you can find our um what's it called facebook group uh and you can join the facebook group um and uh yeah then post stuff on there and and you know introduce yourself it's always nice to know who's listening and shout outs uh go yes. to uh Stefan Weber, um, uh, Matt Wakeling, Patrick Payne, Ram John, Hugh Roberts, Frank Johnson. Um, and now, I'm not 100% sure, but maybe maybe you can, you can help me out. So, um, a regular commenter and one of the first guys to always do what, you know, the silly word we say at the end of the show, um, you know, you know, send it to us and I send you a cookie emoji kind of thing. He's always one of the mm. first. Uh, uh, Wpask, uh, Wpask. And on on um, 
on Instagram. Now, I'm not 100% sure, but that's Wilfried. Um, if, if it's you, Wilfried, let us know in the um, who also comments on the YouTube channel. So um, I have a feeling that may be the same person, but let me know if it is in the, uh, you know, next time you com- you leave a comment on something. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so sh- to him as well, because he was one of the first. <laughs> and I like, <laughs> he's always one of my favorites. Because he wrote, um, you know, last time it was baseboards rule. I think that was the thing that we said. Yeah, yep. And then he wrote, and Alex Rottier is clearly still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Cheers, buddy. Good man, good man. <laughs> yeah. All right, and it's, it's another thing. Uh, uh, Frank Johnson's been hanging out on our um, chat group Yeah, on Frank, Facebook yeah. Hey, lot, Frank. Lot. So it's a bit of a plug for their group. Um if you haven't joined, jump on Facebook and look. Go to Super Fun Awesome uh, Gear Chat. Yeah, or just click on the link tree link on, down the bottom, and and it'll, it there's a link yeah. there. And it, yeah, it's just kind of put up. Uh, yeah, he's put up a couple of different um, pedal board variations and different things, um, different pedals like um, JHS clone and bits and pieces. Yeah, so it's um. It's a good place to hang and just sort of geek out in the safety without being judged by girlfriends. <laughs> so oh, and uh, I forgot Andrew Bimson yeah. as well. Um, he he posted a thing saying, listening to the pod while playing Tetris again, re- rearranging his board. And Andrew, I think, is also he's, – yeah. he's the one who has the um, Patrick Eggle uh, New York, uh, right. which is cool. one of those guitars that's on my bucket list. Uh, one day I'll – Yours is – is yours a Berlin? Mine's a Berlin, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, love it. And I always wanted the New York because yeah, uh, the the New York. Uh, well, the one that I wanted. Um, did I ever tell the story of the Patrick Eggle? How I got it? I think so. Oh, have I? Okay. Well, uh, should I, should I tell it again? I can't remember it though. So. You can't remember. Okay, just quickly. Uh, so, quick <clears throat> yeah, yeah. There's a shop, local shop here called Maluluba Music, which is quite a big shop. Now, Malulaba Music used to be in a different place to where it is now. It used to be in a place, uh, you know, no one knows where this is, but on Brisbane Road in Malulaba. So it used to be more in Malulaba. Um, anyway, we used to go to, we used to, when I was, you know, early university days, when I just got a car basically and, and was allowed to drive. Reached puberty. Reached puberty. Mm. Um, we used yeah. to go there all the time. We, was, we used to go and hang out at music shops, which actually. Um, Brad, you know Brad, who's almost your neighbour, um, who's Brad Rogers is going to be on the on the podcast at some stage. He worked at another place called Artie's North Coast Music with another friend of ours called Dexter. Uh, hi to all you guys if you're listening, by the way. And Brad actually sold me my first ever guitar. Yada yada. We used to do this sort of we called them music shop tours. We used to go with friends. We used to go to music shops, a couple of us, um, and we used to just hang out and chat to all the guys and play all the guitars and stuff there. Anyway. So music at news, music at news. Uh, Malulaba music uh, had at one stage uh, a selection of Patrick Eggle guitars. They actually carried a range of Patrick Eggles, and I went in there and I loved them. They were really, really nice guitars, just instantly beautiful to play and and great sounding guitars. And there were two guitars out of the range that I really liked and wanted. And one was basically the guitar. I'm pretty sure, probably the guitar I own now. Uh, we'll get to that. The other one was um, they had a Patrick Eagle New York, but it was a New York, I'm going to say Broadway 
New York Broadway, possibly, because it was semi-hollow. So it was um, like the thin line right. tellies. The top, it mm-hmm. had an F-hole on the top. So the bottom bit was solid, but the top bit was kind of had a bit of a hollow bit to it, like thin line tellies. Um, yep. And it had, I think, a humbucker in the bridge and a single coil in the neck. And that and the and the, that and I'm pretty sure it was called a New York Broadway. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, again, leave it in the, in the comments or go to our group chat and correct me. I gladly, um, you know, accept that I'm wrong, which I so probably am. Just say Gabor was wrong <laughs> for once. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think it was called Terrible. a Berlin Broadway. Anyway, I, I mean New York Broadway, and um, and that they were the two I always wanted, and then. Um, Artie's North Coast Music. I don't remember what the road is called, but uh, do you remember where it used to be? Which then turned into On Billy that's, Heights. That's, yeah, yeah. That um, street, that, that service road. Off Aerodrome Road, road. yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Anyway. I think that's still technically Aerodrome Road. But not is it? The, yeah, no, I don't know. God knows. I think so. I um, think so, yeah. But anyway, so it used to be, uh, right, if you stand in front of the shop, to the left of it used to be a pawnbroker. Which later they actually bought the pawnbroker and the, the shop became bigger and it, it took over what used to be the pawnbroker. Were you were you here mm. when there was still a pawnbroker there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was just at yeah. just before it turned into Billy Hyde's. So when it was still Ar- Artie's I was, I was here. Music. I was here when the um, Artie's was still in Ocean Street. Oh, okay, that's ages ago then. Okay, yeah, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, we went into we went <laughs> into this the, We were actually yeah uh, no no yeah oh yeah because it was um um that was a different music shop there that was Musicians Beat that was Mel's old shop that was on the, the side street that's right yeah yeah sorry it was Musicians Beat with the pawnbroker next door and then Artie's moved into there when Musicians Beat closed which was Mel's right. shop anyway long gotcha. people that aren't from here don't know what we're talking about. Anyway, so that, yeah. anyway, so there was a music shop, and next door to it was a pawnbroker. <laughs> and one day on one of our music shop tours, we went into the pawnbrokers, and uh, in the pawnbrokers was my Patrick Eggle, and it was like it looked exactly like the one from a little bit of music. And I'd assume there weren't that many around. I assume it was the one that a couple of years earlier I saw at Maluluba Music, um, and. I went in there and it had, I don't know, maybe $1,500 on it or $1,600. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, wa- I went in there and I played it a bit and I started talking to the guy uh, and I started talking to the guy as if I really knew what I was talking about and I talked him down to $800. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> it's like half price almost. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I ended up buying it for $800 from, from that pawnbroker. And it was, it literally looked brand new when I got it. And it came that beautiful green, they come, uh, they used to back in the days, Patrick Eggle used to come in his green Hiscox case mm-hmm. um, with the sort of uh, imprinted Patrick Eggle on top. And it was an awesome guitar. But that's how I got my Patrick Eggle. So long story. But um, I mean, it's a podcast. We need to talk about stuff. So there's stuff to <laughs> talk about. Yeah, nice. That's how I got my. And that was my first sort of high-end guitar that I ever owned. So, um, um, of course. So now everyone knows the story of how Artie's got onto Aerodrome Road. Yes, Yay. yes. <laughs> um, so were you here still when Artie's used to be um, in the original building? Um, 
It was in that building, which was the strip joint or whatever that place was, which is then became Soul Bar. Ah, where, okay. That, yeah, before that, that, that yeah. it used to be down the street. There used to be a shop yeah. um, that was like a clothing shop. I, I knew about that, but that was before I moved yeah, to the coast. cool. So that was before yeah. that, yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, cool. Well, those were the days. And that's where I bought my first a, a, a black status Les Paul copy of Brad. That was my very first guitar. Yeah, cool. Album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Small world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, 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 that's the that's that. Well, may as well call it a day now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Time for a lie down. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. eat a sandwich. Yeah. After after 20 minutes of me talking about that stuff. Um, no. All yeah. right. Well, let's talk about a little bit about uh, what we've done recently in terms of videos. Um, sure. So let's start off with just because it was quite recently and uh, actually today. Yeah, today the video uh, came out. No. Yesterday, the video came out. Uh, the Dreamtime Reverb Special. So, if anyone watched the channel, uh, we had a friend of the show who was also on a podcast, I don't know how long ago, but a while ago, um, Aaron yeah, Giffen of Sleepwalk Amps. Um, he uh, he builds some fantastic sort of handmade boutique amps. Um, he, right here on the Sunshine Coast, as well as being the... Um, guitar tech kind of road crew guy for the church. And I think he did some work with Powderfinger as well. I know when, um, for any Australian who watched that, and I'm doing air quotation marks, live Powderfinger stream, live stream. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which wasn't live, but um, yeah. <laughs> which was streamed live, <laughs> but not mm. recorded live. Uh, the drums were actually recorded at Aaron's studio. So that was actually in Aaron's studio. So um, uh, if you go and watch that um, um, live stream, um, the drums. Actually, hang on. I'll write this down and then I'll put it in the show notes. Is it still on YouTube? Can you watch that on YouTube? Do you know? Powderfinger show? The Powderfinger live stream. I don't know. Um, okay. Are you a Powderfinger fan? Not really. Okay. Um, I didn't mind them. Like, I, it's one of those. Um, um, they're one of those bands where some songs I, I didn't mind, but I was never a huge fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. You? Yeah, I quite like them. I remember seeing one of the first big, bigger shows. Um, yeah. What year was that? We went. Uh, was it? There was, it was one year only. There was a concert in Australia, a concert tour called Alternative Nations. Right. And we went to that. That was in Chandler in Brisbane, uh, in a in a aerodrome, like one of those. Is that what they call it? Where the bikes go around? Um, is that what it's called? In like you know that that sort of. Um, oh, like Olympic cycling. Yeah, like where they go up on the what are they called? Like that sort of. Sweet jumps. Sweet no, no, jumps. no. <laughs> what are they? they those those <laughs> corners that are not flat, but they sort of you go up. I know. Um, Is it a roller drone? Aerodrome? One of those uh, things. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was. There was an some, indoor some and an outdoor stage. It was a killer concert. It was like Nine Inch Nails and Faith No More and the Tea Party yeah, right. and and um, oh, Lou mm-hmm. Reed. Who sucked? Oh, wow. But anyway, <laughs> really? Um, oh no! And then they had uh, that was they had sort of the big outdoor stage, which which had all the big body count. Um, yeah, right. You know, back in the days, um, what's his name? Ice, mm. ice, 
tea, iced tea and body count. Um, and, you know, it was a big, big festival, big bands, and they were meant to have red or chili peppers, but um, they couldn't make it for some reason. And uh, who else was meant to be there? Oh, Stone Temple Pilots, but just before they were meant to come to Australia, Scott Whelan went into rehab yet again, so they, they didn't make it. But it was a massive concert. It was really, really good. Anyway... There was a big outdoor stage. So there were two stages next to each other, and they sort of alternated. They set up one on one side, and you know the other, like in a lot of big festivals. And then there was an indoor stage, and the indoor stage had a lot of the local Australian acts and stuff. Yeah. And I remember we watched uh, what were they called? Uh, Def FX. That was a cool band. I like Def FX. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I know of them, but I don't know much much of their music. It was that kind of electronica. But with it was almost sort of a, one of the early kind of mixing kind of a little bit sort of heavy music with electronica, uh, and then with mm-hmm. this crazy um, what was her name Fiona Horn singer who uh, who said she was a witch. That's she always said she was a witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah, cool. um, and um, uh, uh, we saw. I think it was one of the first bigger gigs that Powderfinger played, and we actually watched them. So we saw them very early on because this would have been in. I that was maybe I was in grade eleven or possibly grade twelve. I don't think I had a. I was I couldn't drive yet because my parents drove me. I had that was before I had a license. So what it was maybe in ninety four. I'm gonna say nineteen ninety four. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. But we saw today. Oh, and we saw um, the other thing I remember is we saw Regurgitator. Yeah. Cool. And they had a song. And for the song, he brought out a sitar. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember much about it, but it was a cool song. Uh, they, uh, uh, Regurgitator is one of those bands I quite liked always. Um, yeah, yeah, even though a lot of people like the old stuff better than the new stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, hey. Anyway, um, <laughs> If you're not from Australia, you don't know. But anyway, um, uh, they had a song and he played a sitar, like a proper sitar. And he put it on the side of the stage, and then they were jumping around and doing the usual thing, and it fell over and break, it broke. All right. And and I remember him saying, "Well, I guess that was." Oh yeah, and when he played, when they played the song, I remember him saying, "This is a new song, the one with the sitar. We've never performed this before." <laughs> and he played with the sitar, and then the sitar fell over, and I remember him saying, "Well, that was the only performance ever of this song, then I guess, or something like that." Sure. <laughs> so that was cool. Um, let us, if there's anyone from Australia listening, if you if you went to Alternative Nations, let let me know. Send me a message, or send you know same thing. Send us an email, or go to our group chat and let us know because um, that was a really cool concert. And um, mm. uh, yeah, Faith No More and Nine Inch Nails were sort of headlining. And I remember Mike Patton yeah, came out in in a with boxing gloves and a like a robe, you know, like a bathrobe kind of looking thing. And then he was hanging upside down of lights and stuff like that. And Trent Reznor, they were last. Um, and so there were the two big stages next to each other, and they had this big curtain that they closed. And so they, you know, in one one stage they had a curtain and they set up behind the curtain, and the other stage. The curtain was open and the band was playing and it sort of swapped back and forth. And I remember um, sort of this kind of pulsating synth music came on and strobe lights. And then you could see someone, There was he was backlit. I mean, it was part of the act, I guess, but part of it was part of the act. He was backlit and leaning into the, into the big, um, huge curtain, you know, like a curtain that 
big stage, massive thing. And he was kind of pulling on it, and then he, the music started getting louder, and he pulled the whole the whole curtain down, and half of the lighting rig fell onto stage. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then I mean, they destroyed everything. Um, there was that Downward Spiral tour, which was, um, I think it was for Downward Spiral, or maybe it was for the Fragile. No, I think it was still Downward Spiral. I think it was before the Fragile. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, absolutely. I think he destroyed at least three or four MIDI keyboards. And they were on these weird, kind of like my, my mic here on one of those, what do you call those, like, telescopic arms? Yeah. Kind of like boom arms, but they've got, like... Um, spring-loaded ones? Spring, spring joints. Like, like a lot of yeah. desk lamps and stuff have them too. And he had these key, the mm. keyboards were kind of on those and he would throw yeah. them around and he would put um he would hit like take the mic stand and kind of bash them and keys would fall off and i remember yeah. watching the the roadie guy the i guess the keyboard tech come out <laughs> take uh, they look just like midi keyboards um take one off the stand put a new one on and then 5 seconds later that gets trashed <laughs> and takes it off again and the next one went on they yeah they were it was it was um they destroyed a lot, but just just the the that huge curtain and I don't know if ten lights you know up on the trusses really high up. Yeah, they all just went smash on the on the stage. <laughs> wow. Ah. <laughs> so yeah, let me know if anyone was at Brisbane Alternative Nations because um, yeah, that was that was my first really big sort of festival that I went to. Um, mm-hmm. Um, and it was other than I think I talked about that once before. Definitely the one in Austria, on the Danube Island, and it was a big music festival. And Aerosmith played, played there, um, and Falco played there. You know, Rock right. Me Amadeus, and you yeah. can watch that concert. It's on it's on YouTube. And lightning hit the stage. We were there. We were in the audience because oh. it was bucketing oh, down really? with rain, and uh, yeah. it's it was televised. And it, you can watch yeah. it on YouTube. And yeah, lightning hits the stage and all the power goes off and they all walk off stage and then they come back on and play again because nothing happened. And thankfully, nothing happened. But yeah, so you can watch. That was yeah, that yeah. was that was sort of a big festival I went to, but I was very little. I was still in Austria. But the first one I sort of went to, and it was two days, um, um, uh, Alternative Nations. So we stayed at mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine's f- uncle or something like that in, in Brisbane somewhere. And then went um, went for the two days, and yeah, yeah, killer lineup, the insane lineup. I went out to a um, one of the Triple J uh, one night stand festivals, uh-huh. and um, it was it was in Dolby where I grew up actually, and there was this biggest thing that's ever hit in this country town. The, this you know major national radio stations bringing a big festival to town. They, Took up the whole showgrounds, huge um, production. Um, yeah, like proper big festivals, tall stage, and um, this storm decided to happen. Uh. It was the biggest thing in in like a million years that's hit the area. They always decide to happen when <laughs> there's festivals and stuff. Yeah, and um, yeah, I don't know why they put festivals on when there's going to storm. I don't know, but um. They, they, it was so much water that on the on the showgrounds, like dirt, there w- it wasn't mud anymore. It washed all the tops all away. So it was just like the under, 
Okay. Like rock and uh, like subsoil. Big swimming pool. So all the the mud had gone. That that was gone ages ago. And there's just kind of like, I don't know, maybe like 10 centimetres of water everywhere. <laughs> it's floating around. And um, like literally waves of water coming off the top of the roof into the lighting rig. Oh. And we, we watch... We watched a couple of acts. And we're like, "Oh, this is crap. Let's get in the car and go back to where we're staying." And um, yeah, by the time we got to back to the car, like through the rain, um, we put the radio on and they, they they called it off as they made the call. Oh, that stopped it. Dangerous. Sounds dangerous. Oh yeah. Oh, and I just and, remembered um, velodrome. Yeah. I think it's a velodrome. The bike ah, thing. The Sorry, I just yeah sure was, yeah. Anyway, keep going. <clears throat> and um. Yeah, we we put the radio on to see what was happening, and um, they said, "Yeah, we're going to call it off because there's the, the subs are floating away <laughs> from the front of house, front of house wreck." Love so, it. There was waves coming into the sub boxes, so yeah, that's um, there was that's some off. There were some sound people yeah, was, uh, that weren't oh, very happy. So much water. Yeah. Oh yeah, this crew would have just been yeah not happy. Oh no, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> but um. Yeah, like the first festival, big festival I went to was in Byron Bay at the Blues Fest. Oh, that's massive. When, when, I, oh, but when it, I was 16, yeah. Was it massive already then? Yeah, it's still fairly big. Um, like the headline was ZZ Top that year. Oh, ZZ Top. Yeah, ZZ Top. <laughs> and um, yeah, especially like I said, coming from a country town, the, the you know, your first big festival and go there and there's this cloud of pot smoke in the top of the tent by the, by the end of the night because it's Byron Bay and um, everyone's having a great time. And I just remember ZZ Top coming on and the kick drum would change your pulse in the back of the room. Just, <laughs> such a thud, just hit you on the chest. So so good. But, yeah, I um, got uh, introduced to some really cool bands and um, discovered some really cool stuff through that festival. Like what? Especially uh, um, Ozomatly. Oh, yeah. Oh, no idea. Do you know? No. Um, I've actually seen them since uh, a few years ago. And, um, yeah, such a cool party band. They, I believe they're from LA, but it's kind of Cuban hip-hop. Oh, you told me about them before, funk, yeah. Funk stuff, You yeah. told me about them before. And and it's often 10 or 12-piece band. I think it kind of changes. depends who's hmm? hanging out. And, um, yeah, really cool. And Charlie Tuna's um, one of the um, MCs. Freestyle rappers in the band, and he's in Jurassic Five. If you know that, band. I know Jurassic Five. I'm, 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 yeah. that, I'm that hip with a hop. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've been around forever too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Charlie Tune is in that um, in that band as well. Oh, cool. It's pretty cool. Well, I find a lot of times that's one of the things that's one of the things I really like about a lot of festivals. Like, for example, um, we've got a, a big festival that's uh, well, it used to be a folk festival, but Woodford. Um, Mm. Uh, which is on New Year's Eve, which I last time I went to, I didn't enjoy it very much because it's getting too big, I think, now for for where it is and it's too hard to get there. And anyway, that's a different story. But that's one of the things I always loved is, you know, you have maybe two or three acts you really want to see, but then you just wander around, especially when there's, you know, multiple stages, you wander around and mm. you just watch stuff yeah. you've never seen before. And the thing I find, especially with Woodford, which is, I mean, maybe, although Byron Bay is maybe a little bit like that as well, but you go and see music and in styles of music you would never think you would enjoy, but you actually then see them and you go, you know what, I actually really like that. Like I remember, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not into, you know, bluegrass, but um, mm. 
I remember Woodford once, we walked walked around and just went, oh, where are we going to go now? And just sort of heard some music coming out of a tent and went in there and there was a, I don't know who they were, but they were really, really, really good bluegrass. I think there's four of them. Yeah, cool. Um, and we just, yep. you know, watched it or there was another, um, you know, it's, uh, what were they called? Something horn. They're uh, just a horn band. So it was all just. Oh, was it? Was it Bullhorn? Bullhorn, yeah, I think that was them. And a guy yeah, singing, was with it those a guys. guy singer, I think? Maybe singing drums and all the rest is all, or is it electronic drums? It, um, it's usually live drums if well, it's the same drums, band. Yeah, yeah, I think it was them, yeah. Was it a, a big dark guy at the front yeah. of the band? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, th- yeah, yeah, I, think, yeah. He, I think he's from, oh, what's, what's the island off the coast of Africa? Madag- Madagascar. I think it might be Madagascar. I think he may be from there originally, like his family's <laughs> from there. But- um, he, he's amazing. They were we, we did a festival. Great band, great band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, check out Bullhorn if you um yeah. if you want to check out some. Horn. Like, I'm pretty sure it was them. It's kind of like a massive funk hip hop band, yeah. but all horns and yeah. drums. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. a sousaphone does all the bass lines. Yeah. So funny story about them. We're hanging out with them in um at a festival in North North Queensland, and had a bunch of downtime in the afternoon. Everyone's just sort of chatting and having a drink and chilling backstage in this sort of artist hang area. And um, so th- this front guy, uh, Ro- Roman, Roman, I think his name is. No. Yeah, he um, he's been teaching some of the guys to freestyle rap in the in in his band. So so they kind of they'd start off and then kind of maybe I don't know last ten seconds, fifteen seconds, and then it'd fall apart. But they have these rap battles <laughs> in the afternoon, and it was the funniest thing that I've ever seen because they did compliment battles. <laughs> so they have to freestyle compliments to each other. So, so there's these dudes aggressively complimenting each other in rap, rap battles. We're in stitches. Lovely. So good. Yeah. Um, no, they were they were great. They yeah. were really cool. Um, mm, yeah. But I think we got extremely sidetracked. We were going. When we going to talk about oh, yeah. Aaron's amps? <laughs> oh yeah, because Powderfinger. That's right. That's how it sort of all went oh. for that. So yeah, that's, cool. <laughs> that's sidetracked. Um, okay, let's get back to um, Sleepwalk amps. So, uh, I mean, if if we've both uh, seen them and played them before, and and but so what? What were your thoughts of those two that we had? So we had the um, Dreamtime Reverb mm. Special, which that video is out already. Uh, yeah. The Singerland, I don't know, maybe is coming out the same time as the podcast or maybe Monday. I don't know, roundabout. It'll be roundabout similar-ish time. Um, yeah. What were your thoughts and which one did you prefer? Um, so the Singerland is basically like that. It's his take on a, the six-string sing. Is it six-string? Steel, steel string singer? singer, I think. it's is Steel it string singer? Steel string oh, singer. God. Which is, I think, Something Dumble's like take on a, a like a, 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 a twin reverb, isn't it? Twin deluxe or whatever. Yeah, yeah that kind yeah. of high that kind wattage, of style thing. high wattage Fender. Oh yeah, super high watt. Um, like even weight, like hundred and plus, hundred and fifty watt. Well, I didn't know that Dumble made. Th- he, uh, Aaron was saying up to three hundred watt amps. That's insane. Yeah. How many yeah. tubes is that? I, all of them. <laughs> all of it's them. All the tri- <laughs> That's yeah. what is a tube shortage. Yes. Blame Dumble. Mr. Dumbs. Yes. A- and Aaron. Of and Aaron. Yeah. But um, yeah. So the um, that's just super clean, like punchy as all hell, and just headroom for days and days and days and days. Yeah. And the the other one, which is the kind of his overdrive special, 
yeah. um, which is kind of a little bit opposite to that. So it does have the um, the gain channel and it has a mid boost and a bright switch and a bass boost, whatever yeah. that yeah. was called. Bass. Yeah. I think it was Some just sort of called bass. bass. <clears throat> okay. And um, so with combination of all that, you actually have pre and post gain. You can really get that singing compressed um, distorted yeah, lead sounds. Yeah. Which um yeah. which is all famous for really. And um so they're kind of two different animals. And the one um the overdrive special that we played the, the with the drive circuit, that was for a client. He built that for someone else yeah. and the other one was his own. Room, that's for him. Yeah. yeah. For his own stash. And I've kind of I do prefer the overdrive special just because I'm kind of used to that sound. I guess because you got the OTS Mini, which is basically that. Yeah, and that's as soon as I got that, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah this is kind of what is really comfortable for my my approach to playing. No, yeah. whatever it is, the hell I play, and um, so yeah, it was it was a very classy version of that that take on that circuit. Yeah, and um, yeah, it, it does it really really well. The reverb thing yeah. was cool, that because it had a oh, send, yes. yeah, yeah. it had a reverb send, so you could uh, you could mm. actually choose how much how much signal goes to the reverb so it, it which quite drastically changes the sound of the reverb which i thought that was really cool so you can yeah, go to that really boingy really um drippy spring reverb but when you mm. put the send down but turn the actual reverb tails up it almost became a like a plate reverb kind of sounding thing yeah it was uh, that was great yeah. that was really really cool yeah, I, I got the concept, but actually hearing the result of that in person, that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Because if you if you want yeah if you're doing a country thing or western swing thing and want it to be a real effect, like a real sort of bit of a statement as your reverb sound, you push it harder into your reverb reverb tank, so you get all that spluttery high end and yeah. funness. Yeah, yeah. It's cool, it was cool. It? it was very very cool. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. See, I personally, I for me, um, and we were talking about that afterwards. Um, the yeah. the Singerland was was the one I would choose, and I think it is because I, been a Fender guy, I've always been a Fender guy up until really recently. Really, um, I used to always play Fenders. I used to have a twin, and I got rid of the twin because um, it was way too heavy, and gigs were always upstairs. <laughs> and I didn't want to lug it upstairs. <laughs> and then I had a Princeton. You know, not the only one, I'm sure. Yeah, and because they're heavy, 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 big, heavy amps. Oh, uh, yeah. And especially at the end of the night, going up the stairs isn't too bad because you know you go up the stairs mm. and set up. But then at the end of the night, there's usually a lot of drunken idiots there who will go out of their way to make it difficult for you to get out of the venue. With this massively mm. heavy amp, uh, so there. Yeah, and I went from that. I went to Princeton, uh, and then I went from the Princeton oh, really? to yeah, um, which was then almost a bit too small for me. And then I went to the, yeah. uh, which I still have my my Hot Rod uh, De uh, Deville four by ten, which I, I absolutely mm. love. But so I've always been kind of a Fender guy, and I think that's one of the reasons why I really like um, uh, the Singerland, uh, and I think. One of the big things as well is that we had it running through the, the captor, which meant because that at the volume we had it set to, you, yeah. um, small children and animals would die. Oh, yeah. 
because I mean that's a hundred watt. La- but massively, ladies would get pregnant. Pregnant. Yeah. That's what um, and oh, yeah. and it just but it had such a nice feel because it compressed so nicely and it had that nice sort of little bit mid scoop thing. But then he had the mid boost, which can engage, which kind of you know was just I, I really dug it. Something like that with that reverb in it. Mm. Uh, and like a like a tube driven tremolo, um, that's what I would get. But maybe not a hundred watts. I would maybe go for something more like you know fifty. But um, yeah, that was a that was a great. Well, I really dug that amp. I th- think like he was saying, the hundred watts isn't necessarily volume. It's about headroom and like weight to the sound too. True. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not necessarily you're gonna play stadiums with it. And, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, it would live in my cupboard behind me and go through it. Mm. It would never see a real speaker. <laughs> it would just always go to the two notes. Oh. So, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, big heavy sucker. But it sounded really cool. Uh, great sounding. Um, mm. sure. And then the other thing we did while Aaron was there, Aaron was so kind uh, as to bring along his uh, Vemaram Jan Ray. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, we did a video on the K-Line Pure Sky, which was a $44 budget uh, overdrive pedal I bought on eBay, which, by the way, there is, uh, and I'll put it in the show notes, there's a link, an affiliate link to eBay, uh, an affiliate link to Amazon now, where you can purchase that particular pedal. And if you purchase it through Amazon or through um, the eBay link, um you're helping out the show, so there's a percentage that because it's an affiliate link, but it has nothing to do with the company. We're not in any way sponsored by by um, K-Line. Um, I bought that pedal, and it's just a affiliate link. You know, I I started a an affiliate thing with Amazon and with eBay. Uh, so there's you know, if you want to, there's a link in the show notes. I write it down as well. Anyway, so we have that K-Line, which is basically um, um, uh. A clone of the Genray. Um, mm. Hang on, affiliate. Yep. I'll just write it down. Um, which a lot of people then also say the Genray is kind of a clone of the Timmy or a take on a Timmy. So we had the MXR Timmy, we had the K Line Pure Sky, and we had the Vemaran Genray. So we had a pedal that was $44. I think the MXR Timmy in Australia is $179. Uh, and the Gen Ray by Vamaran, I think, is four hundred and ninety nine dollars at the moment in Australia. So, Alex, what were your thoughts on that shootout, which should be out, let's say, next week sometime? Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Hey, like the, I, I'm not sure if it's just the MXR Timmy, like the, the little custom shoppy mini one yeah. that we have. Yeah. But that's quite different to the other two, like. That um, it was just completely voiced differently, different mid range altogether. It you did, can see it's kind of in the world, but it was just different. It did sound similar in the end, but then, like Aaron was saying as well, because Aaron said he used to have one of the older, like earlier versions of the Timmy, and then mm-hmm. he had a later version of the Timmy, and he said the two didn't sound the same at all. So I sure. wonder if the the Gen Ray is more based because I rem- I know there is a um, and I'll put it in the show notes too um, uh, and I talked about this before but Eric um, uh, from um, Living Room Gear Demos um, did a um, 
shootout between his Timmy. He had a Timmy, uh, which he says is his favorite ever drive pedal, which I assume would be an older one. But his Timmy and a Jan Ray, and he it in the video literally he had he the the knobs are in different order, right? But he put the knobs in exactly the same spots, and it pretty much sounded exactly the same. Um, and it was, I think Eric did one of those videos where he didn't say anything. He just said, okay, just have a listen to this and let me know what you think. Oh, there's a link to that below. Um, and to him, it was obviously that the Gen Ray is pretty much a Timmy clone. So yeah, would, would, I, I have to actually send, uh, there's a box there. I have to send all that stuff back. So all the Dan Electro and Timmy stuff has to go back. Um, but, um, uh, uh, to the to the distributor, but um, I would have loved to have done uh, like gotten an old Timmy. But I asked a whole bunch of people around the coast, people, local people, uh, to borrow one, and I couldn't find anyone. And the older Timmies, when they come up, they go so quick on eBay and and Gumtree and places like that, or are ridiculously expensive. So I didn't want to buy one of them. But yeah, it would have been interesting. But it'll be interesting if we ever get a hold of an old Timmy to a bead with the K line because I, I bought that, so that's mine. Um, to do an AB with that, because then we know maybe, you know, we can kind of judge it. <clears throat> but yeah, anyway, uh, okay, let's, the Timmy was maybe a bit different, but Jan Ray versus yep. K-Line, uh, what were your thoughts? Yeah, the, um, I think the Jan Ray is definitely a very classy overdrive, and you can make the K-Line sound like the Jan Ray, but only in certain settings. So with the Jan Ray, it kind of every setting just sounded cool but different and it had like it's lots of sweet spots. Yeah. But with the K-Line, you could kind of make it, you can could, make it sound like the other one. You can definitely make it sound. But there was, if you took, took your tones away from that sweet spot, it just got nasty. So you can make it sound exactly like a Jan Ray, but you have to work hard for it and... It's not going to be as versatile, but it's a tenth of the price. <laughs> yeah, of course. But there's a, there's only like a tenth of a window of tonal okay. niceness. To, I I yeah. have to say all up, I was massive. I'm massively impressed with that Kalon pedal. I'm I'm for forty four dollars. Mm -hmm. It's for sure. It's it's a lot of pedal you're getting there. So that that's yeah that's just my again we're not. Uh, I did. It's funny because Kaline, you know, commented on the video when we when we posted the video on the, on the Pure Sky, and Henning commented on it as well, and he had his very strong opinions. And um, I did message Kaline and I said, "Look, you know, um, send us some pedals. Um, we'd be would love to do reviews for you." Uh, and they said, "Oh yeah, we've got a whole bunch of new stuff coming out. We'll be in touch." But I haven't heard back from him yet. So. Um, Ooh. But yeah, all up, it'd be. I might even just. I mean, they're usually they're usually not much more than forty, fifty dollars. I might even buy another. If I see an interesting looking one, I buy another K line pedal just to see what what that one will end up sounding like. And if that's just a, sort of like a one off thing, or if they actually their whole range, if they make good stuff, be be interesting. Yeah, would be cool. Yeah, like it's um. Like I think we mentioned this on might have been on the end of the video. But um, like if if you're doing a little practice board or you're 15 or 16 and just only got a few bucks for an overdrive pedal, 
it's a pretty damn good choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, or if you just want to ch- 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 uh, try that, <coughs> excuse me, if you want to try that style of overdrive or fuzz or whatever it is, like someone like that or Moore or whoever makes t- tiny little cheap pedals, you know, you can try those kind of things and like try like a um, a Russian Big Muff in for 40 bucks. Well, and let's if have it's a, something you really like, let's then you ha- can go down that road. Let's have a look. I'm just going mm. to klinemusic.com. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what they make. Let's see what we should get. If there's something I should get, I mean, it's amazing what they make. So they make isolated power supplies, uh, pedal boards. Oh yeah. Uh, the honeycomb multi effects pedal, Kaline DI box multi and power supply. Ah, wow. So it's a DI with nine volt power supply, like multi power supply in the front. Um, let's see what else effects pedals. Let's see what they make. Uh, the pumpkin carver. <laughs> Base wire. Uh, okay. Well, what should we? Uh, what should we? What kind of pedal should we? Should we get a like a crazy fuzz? Sure. Oh, what is this? The Ragnar Ragnarok reverb delay. Oh, so it's a dual pedal. <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird name. Ragnarok. <laughs> R-A-G-N-A-R-O-K. Ragnarok. Reverb delay. Uh, which is a dual pedal, half reverb, half delay. Um, okay, well, how about how about this, right? Um, if you're listening out there, go and check out klinemusic.com. Have a look at some of the pedals and let mm. us know which one... Which one should we get? I remember someone saying the honeycomb, the honeycomb tone overdrive, which looks kind of cool actually, is meant to be good. The based on the infamous sweet spot overdrive, whatever that means. Mm. Oh, is it the honeybee that? Um, what's that? Oh, uh, BJFE or BJFE, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bjorn, whatever. Whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that, there's a honeybee, is that, isn't it? Is that what you're talking? About? Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the one I'm talking about. Because um, there's also a honey, honey, some honey thing from Mad Professor too. Oh yeah, maybe or maybe that I don't know. Uh, Red Thorn Bounty Hunter Heavy Metal Distortion. Oh, that that sounds like me. Uh, <laughs> you're a bounty hunter. Yeah, Captain Silver Overdrive. Um, I don't know. It, it, High Chief. Or if that's a Actually, king of tone, that has to be a king of tone. The high chief dual overdrive is that take on a famous pedal considered <laughs> to be royalty by Gearheads. Hey. <laughs> it's a dual overdrive with volume, tone, and overdrive, and you can stack them. King yep. of tone, something like that. I reckon that'd be cool to buy and, sure. and do a shootout with. Um, do they have? I'm just trying to think what I what I actually would like to have in my collection. Uh, Is there anything you need? Do you need anything for a board build? No, I've got about millions of everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Um, the Mayday that looks cool. Oh, Mayday actually, is the sound of a Vox AC30 amplifier in a pedal. Oh, like Brian Mayday. Must be. Yeah. That could be cool. Uh, uh, Baker Street. 
The Americana, Fuzzy Face Voodoo Octave, <laughs> Fuzzy Face, <laughs> cryptic. Uh, yeah. What's the Americana? The Americana. Is it a coffee on. thing. Um, the Americana. Great Fender tone from K-Line at real value price. It's modeled after Fender 57 Deluxe. Oh, so it's like that Wampler, probably, Wampler pedal. Mm. Big Orange Overdrive, Leon Drive, Pressure Tank, Fuzzy Bear Fuzz, mm. Pegasus Overdrive. I wonder what that could be. Yeah. With a kind of horse playing a guitar on it. <laughs> uh, K-Line Candy Floss Fuzz. Ooh, what's the Candy Floss Fuzz? Are there any bass ones? Is yeah, there are bass ones. There's a bunch of bass ones. Uh, Sweet. I've gone past most of them already, but um, there's an acoustic DI box. Oh. Ghost Rain Reverb. That looks cool. Ghost Rain? Yeah. Is that like a shimmer thing or something? Uh, it's a very good echo delay, natural dynamic, clear and warm. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah... Uh, <laughs> listeners out there if you want us if there's anyone in particular you want us to do I'll, I'll you know if they're not too expensive and I can get my hands on one uh, I'll I'll buy one and just to check it out um, Snakebite Reverb Time Space Echo Delay Blue Ocean Delay uh, yeah there's tons they've got a lot of stuff Tantrum Heavy Metal Tantrum the Tantrum <laughs> Wow, that's funny. Yeah. Um, no, there's cool stuff. And power supply tuners, clip-on tuners, accessories, lots of different power supplies, pedal board speakers. Oh, a little mini amp for electric guitar. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so, um, um, yeah, there, hang on. Uh, there's a bass wire and volume two-in-one pedal. Looking for bass. I've got... I've got a bass wire. Um, there is a the faux hammer bass fuzz. Um, no, I've got that source audio drive coming, so it's got bass fuzz on it. Okie dokie. Uh, what else what is it, there for bass? Uh, what about like an em envelope filter or an octave or something? Bass six band EQ. Nah. Uh, uh, high peak distortion. Uh, the Widow Bass Overdrive. The Widow. The Widow. Um, yeah, it's just got a spider on it. Uh, <laughs> um, there's a DI box. Reflector tremolo. Uh, what's the Baker Street? That looks cool. Uh, based on a Tech 21 British. Oh, yeah. Uh I don't know. There's tons of stuff. Um, but yeah, let us know if there's any particular K-Line pedals you want us to do out there. Let me know and I'll, I'll, I might just buy one. I kind of feel the urge of a fuzz. This year's the year of the fuzz. That or the mm. King of Tone um, knockoff. Or isn't it the year of the rat? Should we check out a rat? Is it the year of the rat? I think so. Because I did just recently buy this. Ah, the black rat. I'm going to guess that's a rat. Yeah. And it's but, black. But now, is it Mosky or Mosky or Mosky or Mos Mosky? I think it's Mosky. Um, $30. Yeah. Is, it, <laughs> is it Russian? 
Uh, no, it's Chinese. Uh, Thirty dollars. And <laughs> sounds Russian. So it's a, it's a it's a rat, um, and you can go between vintage and turbo rat. Um, so Fancy. There's there's gonna be a couple of because I like rats, but is it the year of the rat this mm. year? Hang on. I'm gonna look that up because I'm pretty sure. It... Uh. Hmm. It is the year of the rat, 2020. There you go. So it's a year of fuzz and a rat. Well, it is has been the year of the rat. And and it's the year I was born to. I was born in on the year of the rat. Ah, I'm a horse. Cool, cool. In many ways. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, like hay. Um, <laughs> um yeah, so, uh, but yeah, uh, I'll see if they if, if they do like a rat kind of style one. Maybe I'll get that, or a, um, mm. um, or the King of Tone kind of one, or a, like a really mm. big nasty fuzz. Um, the upset fuzz. The upset fuzz. Yes, the very Disc- the very angry fuzz. Disgruntled fuzz. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. Did we do anything Why else not? interesting video wise recently? Let me have a look. What else is there? Um, I've been buying bits for my baseboard. Well, that's not very exciting. Oh, and I've got some studio gear I got given to babysit for a couple of years. A couple of years? Yeah. Like what? There's a compressor and a preamp. What, like a rack thing or? Yeah. Oh, cool. You can't see them in the shop, but they're really cool. Check this out. I've got a blender. Oh, that's a one control one. Cool. And um, so I can do wet, dry stuff for my crazy baseboard build that's going to come ah, soon. Well, we might do a video yeah. of that. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, I'm thinking I've pretty much got all the stuff I need for it. I just need a power supply and a board to put it on. Well, there you go. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. Ah, ah. So you got any of those? Uh, no, I'm actually. I want to get a smaller board as well to make a second smaller board. I think I talked about it last time. I want the big one yeah. that I've been using. I want to kind of keep in a studio as my studio board, and then make a yep. smaller board for the the odd gigs I do now. I, I don't. I mean, there's no none lined up uh, electric guitar gigs. I've got lots of acoustic guitar gigs, but no electric guitar gigs lined up. So, um, yeah. But yeah, we, we should try it. We'll try because uh, bass um, rats are good on bass. Lots of people use rats on bass, so um, uh, we should try that. Out. We should do. We should try out the um, the uh, what's it called the the kink one. That's a rat and a big muff. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Mm. Russian plague. Russian plague. Uh, mm. yeah. Which is a great name for a pedal, by the way. Very cool. Oh, the, the kink stuff. Well, we um, we haven't done it yet, yeah. but we should. We'll, do a video of it shortly. Um, so next week, actually, when we do videos, we've got to do a bunch of Australian stuff. So there's that new, mm-hmm. uh, still relatively hush-hush. Um, sorry? It's over here. You can't see it. Ah, did you try it out, the Anarchy Audio one? No, I haven't. I've been at, I haven't been at home at all. Because we, we, so. we definitely have to do that video next week. Yes. And yep. we've got the Kink, um, kink Pedal High Horse, the... Um, mm. His take on the Foxtone machine, which uh, sounds cool, but we, we, there'll be shootouts and stuff as well. Um, that's stuff we've got to do. We got to do. Actually, we got to get into the Zoom 
the big Zoom thing that I've got. We've got to get into that soon and do some videos. So that's all coming in the not too distant future. Eventually, there'll be we'll do the video on my angle, the Powerball. And yeah, uh, we've got to do a video soon of the Ormsby guitar as well, like a proper review. And I'd say the... Um, Fano as well, Fano. I don't know if it's. I think it's maybe pronounced Fano, but Fano. It was Fano. But Fano. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's all coming up. So and actually, we've gone past an hour, and you're eating dinner now. So uh, mm. let's very nice. let's call it a day. Oh, one thing I sure. just quickly wanted to say, because we've been doing yeah. all this boutique amp stuff, and I've been using the angle heaps lately at home, and that's sort of, I guess, a boutique amp. And um, I've actually been looking. There's some fairly cheap stuff on eBay at the moment, angle-related in Australia. But actually, that's out to everyone out there. So there is, if if you see something on eBay and there's lots of photos and it doesn't look like they're, you know, it looks like they're proper photos of a, of a thing. But the person selling it has a feedback score of one. And... But they're not anywhere near you. They're in, in, you know, very, very far away where they live. So you can't go there and pick it up. But on the ad, you know, mm. it says, more than welcome to bring your guitar, come to my place, try it out. Would you buy that or would you not buy that? Uh-huh. I don't know. Tricky one, here. Because there's a there's a, a an angle... Um, uh, Amp. I'll just leave it. Leave it at that for now. I'll tell you after because I don't want to, you know, maybe give it away and then maybe I want to buy it or someone else buys it. But there's an angle amp <laughs> going very, very cheap at the moment. Um, but the guy has oh, a yeah. feedback score of one and is in, I think, in Victoria. But it oh, says don't in, in the. Him then. Sorry. Don't trust him then. As Victorians, they're dodgy. Yeah, they're dodgy. No, but you know what? But it says yeah. in the ad, you know, you're welcome to come by my place to try it out. And it's very cheap, yeah. so. Um, um, and then there's actually a Pretty stolen. The, all stolen, and then there's a preamp actually, an angle <laughs> rack preamp, and the guy uh, oh, yeah. offered. You know how sometimes on eBay, if you're watching something, uh, the seller can make you an offer. Yeah. And it's almost half price of what the listing is oh. for an angle preamp oh. rack preamp. If people are into watching, um. Cool rack, rack preamps. Go check out Big Hairy Guitars. Yeah, he always YouTube. does lots of that. He, he's the preamp guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's oh, fun. yeah, what, what I quickly wanted to say. So I've been playing all these boutique amps and stuff and, you know, Aaron's amps and they've uh, been loving the angle. I love that angle. But I did a bunch of videos with my with the DOD pedals the other day and I used to always use the – for most of the DOD videos, I used to use my Marshall, the Origin. And I uh, – just to keep sort of consistency, I thought, oh, and I haven't plugged it in for ages. I plug in the Origin. And, I mean, cheap, what, Vietnamese-made amp? Uh, that cops a lot of flack from people for some reason. I don't quite understand why, but cops a lot of flack. And that was the first time I plugged it in ages, and it was the first time I used the, the Fano with it, with the two P90s. And, oh, man, it sounded good. <laughs> It sounded yeah, cool. so good with that with the P90s, and then on the Origin, you've got when you pull out the volume um, pot, uh, it's like a boost, right? And it goes into this sort of 
kind of almost like ACDC kind of style overdrive. It's not like a heavy distortion, but it's an overdrive. And it sounded so good with the P90s. Um, so, you know, boutique amps are great, but sometimes the cheaper stuff sounds really, really, really good. That's just, that's all I wanted to say. I might do a quick oh, video cool. at some stage um, off the Fano into the, into the Marshall because it sounded, it, I, was, I was in the middle of filming a video and I kind of stopped filming the video and I just noodled around because it sounded so good. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, on that note, yeah, thank you so much for listening, everyone. And uh, episode 103, uh, thanks to all the people that sent in photos. And please send in more photos or just say hello. Just join our um, Facebook uh, group um, link. There's a link below. I think it's just called Super Fun Gear Chat. Super Fun Awesome Gear chat. Super fun, awesome yep. gear chat, yeah. Um, but yeah. Jump if, on there, check it out. Yeah. Uh, also, um, if you want to like post pictures of your um, pedal board, your guitar rig, whatever you're listening to, also post a picture of what you're looking at while you're listening to this. Yeah. And with the caption, Gabor is wrong. No, 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 no. Definitely not with Gabor is wrong. Uh, Gabor is always right. <laughs> oh, no. Well, what should be the word for the day? Gabor is a liar. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. No, no, that's not right. Uh, well, what about like like a code word, like an old like Cold War spy thing, like the chicken is in the open. And then Alex like, smells of garlic. What? <laughs> <laughs> the chicken is in the open. <laughs> hmm. All right, the chicken is in the S- open. Some, something really cryptic and kind of like spy warm movie-esque and yeah actually actually quick shout out just with the gear group um gear chat group uh cameron davidson uh the day has arrived so freaking happy he got his uh, old gibson ga5 skylark 1963 mm. gibson ga5 skylark um amp cool, which eh? looked really really cool so uh, yeah so join in it's it's good fun um you know post stuff and start chatting with other people and uh it's a nice community of people so it's it's always nice Cool. On that note, thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, Alex. Thanks, folks. Uh, Enjoy your dinner. It's been real. I I had dinner about two hours ago. Time for dessert, then. Time for dessert, then. Exactly. Uh, Well, and the children hopefully might be asleep when I go inside, which is fantastic. So you don't don't have to share the dessert. That's 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 even better, yeah. That's good planning. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's good planning right there. And on that note... uh, Nice. Bye, all. Okay, see ya. Bye. Yeah.